Welcome, welcome, all the new listeners, new subscribers to the YouTube channel. Uh, yesterday's video on Sean Atwood was well received, and I thank all of you. Uh, on this episode, it's an update episode. I'm gonna go try to get into a little bit more detail. It is a longer podcast. Towards the very end, I want to say in the last 10 minutes or so, um, I drop a bombshell on my conclusion of the whole drama between Sean Atwood and Callie, Miss Poulton. It's, I think it's a quite a bit of a bombshell, and it's all based on new research that I conducted. Um, so it is a long podcast, but it does get juicy, especially towards the end. Uh, I encourage you to leave any comments. Should you have any new information and any more ideas? Hope you enjoy the podcast and welcome all of y'all. Peace. Welcome, welcome to another podcast episode this is a follow-up an update on sean atwood did a podcast yesterday or a couple of days ago and it did far better than i expected it to do and surprisingly people many people seem to enjoy it which is awesome As I stated in that podcast, I did not enjoy making that video. I'm not relishing seeing someone crash and burn, such as Sean Atwood. I'm simply trying to expose the fraud and deceit that this man has caused. And hopefully open some eyes up. Because he continues to rake in donations, quote-unquote, and make a killing off of gullible people. Quick disclosure, uh, you're probably wondering, well, why is your name uh, Jesus Christ? Well, well, you know, it's probably offensive. My, just in being 100% honest... I view religion and government in very similar fashions. I don't trust either one of them. I think they all lie. They feed the masses bullshit and propaganda and have done it for millennia. And so I am not a fan of religion. I am not a fan of government and their bullshit. So... I am not trying to offend anyone. That's just my personal views. And as I go along these podcasts, I will try to keep the religion bashing to a minimum. Although, you know, one of the qualms that I had as being a Sean Atwood fan, a former fan, was that he wouldn't really ever touch the pedophilia that infest religious institutions it's a big problem he would like to focus on satanic um, 
rituals and whatnot, which is a problem as well. But to only talk about one thing and avoid talking about the other is pretty messed up, in my personal opinion. If you're going to cover one thing, cover it all. And it ties in with how he would always go after Bill Clinton and, for the most part, liberal, quote-unquote liberal people that were tied in with Epstein. But he would always be scared to touch on Donald Trump. Again, if you see wrong where it is, it doesn't matter if it's on this side or that side. Cover it all. Don't freaking cherry pick. And that's one of the things that really upsets me when it comes to the conspiracy thing. People choose a team and they stick with it. And as we have seen with Sean, uh, I think one of his shticks was to not go after Trump, as I said in the previous episode, uh, whenever he had Whitney Webb or Maria Farmer, and they would start going on Donald Trump, he would change the subject. Now, if you are listening to this, and you are a hardcore Trump fan still, I encourage you to look at or listen to my podcast. It is number eight and number nine. And I go through very, very meticulous detail on Trump's connection and involvement to Epstein. And as I have said in other videos, I... I will freely admit that I hate Trump because of this Epstein stuff. And I hate the Clintons as well. It seems like some people have a hard time understanding that one can hate both sides. You don't have to exclusively be on one team and then hate on the other team. You can hate both teams. And this, again... I just started this introduction to give to clarify. I don't want to have people feel like they have been deceived. So it all ties in that, you know, with my personal opinions that I just follow the evidence. I go for truth. I'm not trying to cover up for any side or uh, promote any particular agenda. My agenda is truth and following the evidence where it may lead us. And that is it. So, in this follow-up video, um, I just pretty much want to go over some more information that I found out about Mr. Atwood. I uh, did a few hours of research this morning just to follow it up and, and have... A clearer picture and I think I have a clearer picture on what's going on here um, Sean as I stated in the last video had about 200,000 followers and when I first did my video he had 557 and then I looked again he had 558 as of this morning he's still at 558 so his rise seems to have stalled out 
it's not continuing and it's probably in due part to andro gains uh uncovering and in small part folks like myself that are exposing sean atwood for the fraud that he is but i think part of sean's fall has been due to his meteor meteoric rise you know from start, starting out small and then you know he was close to hitting a million subscribers and he i mean it's possible he still will but all that fame and living off of the youtube donations gloating in the light that he is now a youtube star a lot of people know who sean atwood is and it got to his head and one of the reasons why i don't trust religion or governments is because the people on top are always not always that's a bad generalization but a large propor a portion of the time these people are scumbags you don't get to the top of anything without doing scummy work. I mean, you can look at anyone. Look at uh, Donald Trump. Before he ran for president, paid out a $25 million lawsuit to settle his Trump University Ponzi scheme. It was not even a, an accredited university. He was running it. Um, they were charging kids, especially kids that weren't financially well off to begin with, $30,000 and promising them this degree that was worthless. And they were also promised that at the end of the course that they would take a picture <laughs> with Donald Trump. And instead it was a cutout a life-size cutout of Donald Trump and that was part of the package and people were getting charged $30,000 for real estate advice that they could have gotten free by any real estate agent I'm a former real estate agent so I can speak from experience that's these quote-unquote secret investment techniques and getting charged $30,000 it's completely fraudulent and Donald Trump settled the case for $25 million. You don't get to these high positions. Now, so you, in the spirit, so you don't think this is just anti-Trump, which it is. I will freely admit it, but I will shit on both sides. Kamala Harris running with Biden. She's portrayed on the left as a hero saint. And she has... Because of her, many people that were innocently incarcerated, she fought tooth and nail to keep them, keep them behind bars, even though there was tons of evidence that many of these folks were innocent. She kept them incarcerated. Why? So that her record as a prosecutor could be perfect, untouched, unblemished. And she's also been sucking dick to get to the top. And left-wing media doesn't want to talk about that, huh? It's both sides. It doesn't matter. This is my whole point. Both sides are full of shit. This is why I don't trust any of it.
This is why we shouldn't put anyone in a pedestal. Sean Atwood is involved in his own fucking conspiracy now. How many times did we see Sean Atwood make fun of Prince Andrew and laugh about his atrocious interview? Pathetic, horrendous interview, which we all saw. And now he's involved in a similar style conspiracy, controversy, internet scandal, whatever you want to call it. Watching his videos where he's allegedly documenting the prank video. He's rolling his eyes, his body language tells you he's fucking lying through his teeth. Then you watch the video where he's with Miss Poulton, where she is quote-unquote grilling him, throwing him softballs, acting like she's disappointed in him when it's a fucking sham. They're both on in it. I'm sure she feels a little pissed off at him but because of him she's been making her money as well she's a fraud in a smaller scale just as much and it sucks because I I fell for it I, I trusted them but you see Sean Atwood pulling a Prince Andrew and clearly lying and I mean it be it would be one thing if he admitted and was completely honest but as he continues with his lies and his bullshit there's just no coming back from that in my opinion I hate to judge someone like that but in a community you know, we're involved in, in conspiracies and cover-ups and all this shit. You can't have something like that. How can you restore your credibility when you continue to bullshit your way out of it instead of coming clean? And... Uh, one thing that I noticed, his, as I stated in the last video that I did, he, his audience tends to be, you know, for lack of a better description, the, the Trump loving people, you know, the, the, the people that still defend Trump, even in light of all the evidence implicating him are the same ones now defending Sean. And so it's almost strategic why Sean would never touch the Donald Trump angle because a large percentage of those people were following his channel. And so the same people that you will see on his videos commenting that we, we support you, Sean, no matter what, it's the same people that defend the likes of Donald Trump. We support you, Donald. The fake news is after you. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same type of shit. And so in that angle, it, 
the if you connect the dots, it, it makes complete sense as to why you know he would never he he was his own Donald Trump. In the let's see, I wrote some notes so I wouldn't get off too far off track. In uh, in the prank video, he's trying to. He's showing his. Uh, he's trying to cover up his footsteps in recreating how he made the prank video. And <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played those games where there there'll be a drawing like a sketch, and it, the two sketches will be similar, and you're supposed to. They might put three or five things that are different from one picture to the other, and you're supposed to spot them. Sometimes they're real good, and it's hard to it's hard to tell what uh, what things are off. And in when Sean's trying to explain the prank video, and and he's showing allegedly the reenactment part of the video. <laughs> You can see some shit off, like some of the clothes are misplaced wrong. So it, it, they did a pretty good job. I will give them that. It's it's kind of hard to tell that it's a recreation video, but you can if you're looking for it, you can. The lighting is off. Um, some of the clothes are misplaced. It's clear that it's that is not the same video that was leaked out. Um, also at the end of, this is on Sean's channel, you can check it out. At the end, it shows Sean dressed in drag, trying to make fun of Andrew Gain, who is a, in her own description, she says she's her, her, hermaphroditic. I thought it was a male, she claims she's a female, and as I have said before, I don't care. But in the in Sean's video at the very end, he's dressed in drag, and he clearly looks like he's coked out of his fucking mind. This is someone that has gone out and said that he's been clean and sober, he's a new man, and in this video he looks in his own channel that he's coked out of his fucking mind. He's slurring his words. But it was all a prank, guys. <laughs> I mean, how stupid does one have to be to swallow the bullshit con artist lies that is Sean Atwood? Oh, boy, he's in... He is in shit deep up to his neck man and now he's trying to backpedal his way out so then he followed that horrendous video with the Polton Miss Polton video where she's grilling him and if you listen to it closely having everything that I've already talked about in the back of your minds and finish up the podcast I'll give some 
interesting things to think about. But having this in mind, if you go back and listen to Sean's video with Miss Poulton, it's almost like he's trying to apologize. He'll say he's apologizing for the bad prank, but it almost sounds like he's apologizing because he feels bad. And maybe in his own twisted mind, he is trying to free his conscience for his tremendous fuck-up. And just listen to it. And it's just, again, being completely skeptical, knowing all these background things that we have gone through in these videos. Listen to it. And it sounds like he's crying out like... Maybe he sincerely is sorry, or maybe he's sorry because he got caught. You be the judge of that. But for someone that is innocent and, and claims to be innocent by releasing the prank videos on his own channel, why are the comments disabled on that video and on the Poulton interview? Why are the comments disabled? In in the Poulton video, he's talking about how he, when he refers to Andrew Gain as the troll, the troll. Bullshit, man. If someone is exposing you for the fraud that you are, they are not a fucking troll. Does that make me a troll right now? Because I'm trying to get to the bottom of your bullshit, Sean. He already blocked me, so I'm sure he listened to the last video, and he's probably listened to this video. Fuck you, Sean, you fucking fraud. You want to call me a troll because I want to get to the bottom of your fucking nonsense? Because I want to stop people donating to your fucking channel, and you can live off of their dona donations? Off of your fraudulent activity? Fuck you, man. What a fucking joke. And that's just another form of deflection. When the truth is coming. When you're feeling the heat. Let's just go out and call someone a troll. <sighs> Let's disable the comments, too. Lest the truth be told. Yeah, let's let's try to bury it. Let's act. Let's pretend that we are being forthright and admitting that this was a terrible idea of a prank. But we're going to disable the comments. Freedom of speech. I thought you were all about freedom of speech, Sean. Why do you block people? On the last video that I got, I had several comments of people talking about how whenever they would ask certain questions, they would get blocked from Sean's channel. I just recently got blocked. Freedom of speech, my ass. When you want to quiet people, you got something to hide when you're censoring people's comments or thoughts. On the videos, um, even on the video, the quote-unquote prank video where he's telling Callie that um, 
he's gonna he's telling her i'm gonna build you up into you know a successful youtube star as he snorts on a line of coke <laughs> and, and they're doing this while listening to one of his tr- uh, true crime podcasts i mean if you needed more evidence of what a narcissist this asshole is it's just right there and in his you know in his prank videos he's saying oh yeah i'm doing that just to feed the troll so it's just stupid fucking shit after stupid fucking shit this guy keeps doing but if you look at it from a skeptical point of view you know this was a way to just impress Callie in my opinion check me out i'm this big youtube star look at look at this true uh, true crime podcast i'm a celebrity it's got hundreds of thousands of view listens and views check me out as we hit these coke lines and guess what i could make you into a big youtube star too cali you know we're seeing the glimpse of who he really is yesterday i was i saw a video of him speaking at oxford university as a guest speaker talking about how he has changed his life he is now a different man a drug-free person <laughs> you see him on this video i'm not trying to laugh at him i guess my laugh is more of a like holy shit what kind of a fucked up world are we living in where you can't even trust someone who was exposing these pedophile rings that infest our world today one of the largest voices and he's out still doing cocaine messing with women that are vulnerable so I went over he has a links to Callie's YouTube page if you go to those two videos there's two links to Callie's YouTube channel I went over uh, to her YouTube channel today for the first time I hadn't done it beforehand but I wanted to do a little bit more research on the last video it was mostly of a hunch did a little bit of research and I did a little bit more research and you hate to word use the word confirmation bias but goddamn I mean the stuff that I found out today only confirmed my suspicions on Sean Atwood but I went to Callie's uh, YouTube channel. She's got about a thousand six hundred subscribers. Only has a few videos. It seemed like she had a few more and deleted them. But it's clearly a channel to live off of people's donations. It's almost like being out here in the states we call homeless people bums i'm not sure what they call them across the pond 
and I am cognizant that some of the people listening to this video are from across the pond. So to you, I welcome, I welcome y'all. But uh, out here in the States, we call homeless people bums. And I started calling Cali more of a high-tech bum. <laughs> oh boy. Yesterday when I gave my video, I didn't know too much about Cali's story and, and what's going on. But as I looked into her channel and, and what's going on and the rest of the stuff, and I started connecting dots... My personal opinion, and I could be wrong, I am I will freely admit that I could be wrong, but based on what I've been able to gather, it seems like it's possible that she was a trafficking victim, but, you know, let's look at pedophiles. This is a true fact that many pedophiles at one point were victims meaning that when they were children they were abused by pedophiles and then they grow up and become pedophiles we see these with the catholic priests pedophiles um, we see the we unfortunately it doesn't happen all the time let's not misconstrue it many victims become frontline heroes against child abuse and pedophilia let's let's not get that twisted there's a huge distinction but the sad reality is that a lot of these pedophiles were also abused themselves as kids and so the reason i bring that up is because in my opinion callie is probably someone who was manipulated and abused that I can get get behind that. It's it's possible that th this is true. I'm being skeptical skeptical because the whole thing has been bullshit. So it's hard to know what's true and what's fake. So I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt that she could have very well been someone who suffered abuse and was trafficked. But like some of these kids that were abused and then become pedophiles themselves later my gut feeling is that she is now a professional scammer and a fraud herself i hope no one gets mad at me for saying that this is just based on the shit that i have been digging up on her youtube channel she has a few videos where she's claiming she got her son back she's got this eyeliner heavy eyeliner like she's still working the streets Be and i'm not saying because you wear eyeliner you are working the streets but it let's just call it what it is you can tell when someone's a street worker and when someone is going out to a restaurant and you know and, and doing it you know, because they're going to a nice dinner or something. There's a huge difference. And she, she, she comes off as a scummy person herself, and maybe, and it's probably in part because of all the bullshit she's gone through herself. But does that excuse this? You have to ask yourself, where do we draw that line? I'm not scared to speak my mind.
I'm not expecting to be a giant YouTuber or any of that nonsense. So I'm not scared to speak my mind. And again, where do we draw that line with someone like that? I don't know. But it seems... So... On her YouTube channel, on one of her videos, I think it's the one where she says, this way you can go back for yourself. I did make a screenshot of the comment just in case it gets deleted later on because when I screenshotted it, um, her comment was only 20 hours long at that time. And since Sean manages her, he discloses on Polton's interview that he manages her YouTube channel. <laughs> So if Sean sees it and maybe he listens to this, he's going to go out and delete it. So I took a screenshot of it and I'm going to put it on the YouTube video version of this podcast. Just in case you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or iHeartRadio or any of that stuff. Um, you can go to the YouTube channel and uh, see the clip. I'll put it on the video or the screenshot. So on that video... He or she is talking about getting reunited with her son. And if you go through the comments, some of the comments are like, oh, Callie, you have gone through so much. I can't believe anyone would attack you, blah, blah, blah. You do have those comments on there. But you have other comments. I saw one comment that said, I can't believe I donated money to you, you fucking scumbag. And those are saying nice words. <laughs> This comment was a lot more meaner than that. Like now that I, now that I see that you're a lying piece of stuff, I feel I feel like I just got robbed. I donated to a fraudulent charlatan. And there's another comment saying something along the same lines. There's another comment that asked Callie. Um, Aren't you still a sex worker? Or or no, I'm sorry. It's it's something to the effect of um, why do you still have your sex worker name? So insinuating that Callie, C-A-L-I, is her sex worker name. Callie responds to that comment saying, my worker name is Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So I screenshotted that. And I mean, if you needed a bombshell, that's a bombshell in itself. That her sex worker name is Sky. So if you listen to the Polton interview, Polton did ask Sean, well, isn't Callie still a sex worker and Sean said that he um, or that she was up until the prank how convenient she was still a sex worker up until the prank and that she has since deleted her sex worker website page <laughs> holy fucking when I, I mean when I, I'm saying Sean is I'm not even going to say balls deep in this. He is neck deep in this. 
the very fact that he was messing with someone that had been sex trafficked clearly has some weird mental issues going on. And maybe she is using, is is being the abuser, but she has gone through a lot of shit. Why are you messing with her, Sean? <sighs> a huge web of deceit and lies. I mean, damn. It's hot and heavy. Um, in, uh, in the Poulton video, Sean talks about a Nietzsche quote of falling into the abyss. So I looked it up, and I'll read you this. Nietzsche's looking into the abyss is a metaphoric for falling into our own darkness. If we allow a descent into our fear, hatred, or unchecked righteousness to feed the way we view and respond, we, re we reflect that abyss, our shadow, the monster. It consumes us. It becomes us. Think about that. So Sean... As I stated earlier, um, it sounded like he was trying to be apologetic in a way to free his conscience, and he, he mentions that. And that's a telling quote in itself, the old Nietzsche quote. Um, the problem, which is a huge problem, Sean, is that you are still fucking lying. In the in the video that was leaked, it shows uh, Callie's phone hidden behind some pillows. As he's as she's the camera's facing uh, Sean as he's doing his lines of coke, talking about how he's gonna make Callie a YouTube star and all this other nonsense. And at the very end, she goes and grabs her phone from you, you could tell it was hidden under pillows because as she grabs her phone some pillows fall down and whatnot so she had it str strategically hidden so here's the deal my my theory my cons my sean atwood conspiracy theory is that callie is still it's it's a likely chance that she was trafficked and has been abused but she is now she has now become what she was suffering under and so my gut feeling is that she is a scumbag as well and I mean we can feel sorry for her because maybe her being trafficked as a kid and, and going through a lot of shit in her life has shaped her up that way. But again, where do we draw that line? Let's call it what it is. She is now a piece of shit. So my conspiracy, my Sean Atwood conspiracy theory from gathering this research is that Callie set him up. 
maybe she saw Sean Atwood was still the same person, you know, from living with him and, and hanging out with him prior to the interviews. Maybe because she has been abused herself, she was able to see something in Sean. And through her quote-unquote charm, she was able to bring it out. Which in turn... Seeing how needy she is, she's a high-tech bum, as I've called her already. She was able to see a glimmer of hope in scamming Sean. So she was able to bring out his inner demons. And what better way than to blackmail Sean? Do these do these fucking videos? I'm sure she was the one that leaked them out to Androgain, Drogain, or whatever. Because people are asking, well, how did she get the videos? How did, how were they leaked? You know, doesn't that make sense? Because in the video, she's clearly taking her video out of the. She had it hidden. It was like a hidden camera. And. uh she took that video, leaked it out. It got out. And Sean, in an effort to try to, you know, put water on the fire, stamp the fire out. You know, he figured out, well, shit, why don't, it's already out. It's already, you know, Callie, I'll, I'll still continue to help you out. But we need to, um, we need to say it was all a prank. And that's where they came up with this horrendous excuse that it was all a prank. The 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 footage had already been leaked out by Callie. And so they had no other choice than to go about it as a prank video. And Callie's going along with the prank video. You could tell she's not saying much. But She's already got him by the fucking balls. So in a sense, Sean Atwood is a victim. I hate saying that because I still think he's a fucking piece of shit. So it pains me to call him a victim. But if I'm being honest in my assessment, seems like he got duped and he's getting blackmailed. But here's the fucking problem. Sean, why not come out and say this instead of feeding this bullshit and going around with this fake ass thing called a prank video when it's clear as hell that it's all bullshit and people with critical thinking skills, people that don't aren't easily fooled or gullible will see through your fucking lies and bullshit. And so, it would be hurtful for him to come out and say, you know what, I did fall. I did have a relapse to my old self, to my Arizona prison Sean Atwood days. I did relapse, unfortunately. And I let Callie into my life, and um, I fell for it. I should have been a bigger man and I should have seen it coming and kicked her out. 
but I fell for her neediness and I fell into my old days and this is the truth guys people like myself who are highly critical would have much more respect of course it would be ugly but sometimes the truth is ugly unfortunately but putting lipstick on a fucking pig isn't gonna change a fucking thing let me know what you think in the comments we received quite a few comments uh, yesterday am I wrong in this assessment maybe some of you listening to this have done a little bit more research than me and I welcome if I'm wrong about something I welcome it I love to learn and I am more interested in the truth than being called wrong on something if I'm wrong on anything let me know let us discuss hope you enjoyed these thoughts may make another update if I find any other juicy stuff but uh, in conclusion that's where I'm at with that I still feel Sean is a fraud he's still living off of the gullibility of people the people that view him as an untouched savior no different than any Trump or Biden supporters they hold these people up to the pedestals and no matter what facts or shit comes out from them they continue their loyalty to them we need to stop as humans on this planet we need to stop that nonsense we need to keep we need to stop being gullible to these charlatans these frauds please follow the podcast appreciate all the new followers all the new subscribers I'm not looking to be nothing large as I have already said but if we can have a community of like-minded individuals that will be awesome a place where we can all share our ideas and thoughts and keep following this path for truth what is truth who knows these days but we can have a community where we can try to get to the bottom of it thanks y'all peace